0: Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. A lot to get to. BYU upsets number one Gonzaga and the national media is taking more note than ever of the BYU Cougars. We'll talk about that, some of the thoughts from some of the guys over at CBS Sports. We'll get some of those thoughts on today's podcast. Talk some BYU football, another development in the running back coaching search and obviously catching up on everything else going on on BYU Sports News. So a whole lot to get to on this monday edition of the show today's show brought to you by our good friends over at spavia and sandy we'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit and with that rundown out of the way let's get it started this is locked on cougars for february 24th 2020 What's up, guys? I'm Jay Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this podcast on a Monday. Kicking off today's show talking BYU basketball. If you haven't heard by now, I would hope you have if you're listening to this podcast. BYU basketball, number 23 in the country until the AP poll comes out today for this week. Uh, upsets number two Gonzaga, 91 to 78 Saturday night at the Marriott Center. Raucous, crazy environment environment. environment there at the Marriott Center. It was an absolute pleasure to take that game in in person. I know there were 18,800 plus people there as well. And if you were on hand for that game, you got treated to a classic. And big congratulations to Mark Pope and his team. I think that was a fantastic win for the BYU football program. Uh, BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo on uh, social media yesterday called that the BYU basketball equivalent of the Miami upset in 1990 in football when Ty Detmer upset the defending national champion Miami Hurricanes at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, then Cougar Stadium in Provo. So some high praise from people inside the BYU athletic department, but that athletic but that praise has not been uh, it has not been diminished in the national media either. I listened to a podcast earlier this morning, uh, the Ion College College Basketball Podcast, excuse me, by CBS Sports, with Matt Norlander and Gary Parish, two of the foremost authorities on college basketball, and they were extremely high on BYU. And if you want more specific thoughts on the game, I guess I should say this right before we get to some of the sound I found over the weekend, but if you want more game-specific thoughts, Sean Walker from KSL.com and my myself sat down in the aftermath of BYU's victory to do a special postcast edition of the game. So you can listen to more of the specifics on the game by listening to that. It's the it's February 23rd, so officially yesterday's podcast, we recorded it after midnight there in the Marriott Center, so you can check that out, special postcast edition. But Matt Norlander and Gary Parrish were very high on BYU, and Gary Parrish last week on radio here in Salt Lake City said that uh, BYU is a dark horse Final Four contender, and and I think it got a lot of BYU fans thinking, "What in the world?" Well, uh, here's some of the explanation on that. Here's what Gary Parish had to say about BYU and what he took away from the win over Gonzaga Saturday night.
1: Yoli Childs was awesome. Twelve of nineteen from the field, twenty-eight points, ten rebounds, and now, as I pointed out on a previous podcast, like BYU's record is misleading because he wasn't there for a lot of their losses. They're now fifteen two with him in the lineup. I mean, they're, they're like they're they're one of the Probably 10 best teams in the country when he's in the lineup. And they looked that way on Saturday night. They were 11 of 27 from three point range, and they're now shooting 41.9% from three, which leads the nation. They're number four in offensive efficiency. They've now got an eight game winning streak.
0: There you go Gary Parrish from the Ion College Basketball Podcast thanks to CBS Sports and CBSSports.com for letting us use that audio uh, Matt Norlander who was his co-host on the podcast I'll link this podcast in the show notes so you guys can go over and listen to it if you guys want to Well, Matt Norlander was very high on BYU as well and here's what he had to say about BYU and their potential if they were to win out the rest of the way this season with another win over Gonzaga what it may mean for BYU in terms of the seeding in the NCAA tournament
1: Credit to BYU, as I said on the Friday podcast. This win means BYU is, is a lock, and um, BYU's got a shot here. If it can do some damage again, if it could meet Gonzaga again in the WCC tournament, like if BYU doesn't lose again, uh, four seed is actually on the table there. We'll see where they wind up going.
0: For Gonzaga, here's my thing with Zags. So they had won uh, a four seed Well, it's not out of the question, according to Matt Norlander, and he would be more in the know than most, I would feel like, because he covers this sport day in and day out for CBS Sports and CBSSports.com. One final note for you guys, one other uh, tidbit from the Ion College Basketball Podcast is another note from Matt Norlander, just his thoughts on BYU and their ability to just really be a relevant player when it comes to the NCAA Tournament, to March Madness. Uh, Them and Creighton, he said the Blue Jays, will be you'll hear as part of this uh, bit, but he says that BYU has the quote-unquote, the goods to make it to make good on people betting on them in March. So here you go, more on Matt Nor, more from Matt Norlander on the BYU basketball program in the aftermath of their win over Gonzaga.
1: BYU definitely has the goods to get there. Almost feels like they might be creeping up already on trendy elite eight pick. We'll see where they are once we get to the bracket, but they are um, they are settling in nicely for a really good seed. And this is just a reminder, while there are obviously exceptions to the rules. BYU has been was under the radar as a top 25 level kind of Ken Palm team. That was about a month ago and it's still been there and hasn't lost since. But, um, but the predictive metrics were saying like, no, this is one of the best teams. And, and the Ken Palm ranking was way ahead of the net and the AP poll and all that stuff. And lo and behold, what do we have here? We've got a 23-7 team with a 12-3 and record in the WCC, the best three-point shooting team in America. And now its seed is starting to reflect that in the bracket, pro- in the bracket projections you're seeing across the internet
0: there you go Matt Norlander and also Gary Parish on the ION College Basketball Podcast as a reminder for you guys some high praise for the BYU basketball program and I think it's a fantastic fantastic win for BYU as they now kind of turn their attention to getting ready for Pepperdine in the regular season finale this week and then also preparations for the West Coast Conference Tournament the following week after that down there in Las Vegas I think the the deck is set for BYU. It's just a matter of them taking care of business going forward here. It looks like they've all but locked up the second seed in the West Coast Conference tournament. Uh, I don't think, well, based on everything I've heard, they've got locked up. I'm sure there's some mathematical equation where BYU could end up as the third seed. But the good news is BYU is on track to get the double buy into the semifinals of the West Coast Conference tournament. Saves their legs a little bit with the opportunity to potentially rematch against Gonzaga in the WCC championship down there in Las Vegas and I think it would be a fantastic development for the BYU basketball program to have that sitting there for them and of course we'll be covering it for you as it gets a little bit closer here. Alright, coming up here in just a moment we're going to talk a little bit more about BYU basketball. A conversation a question I asked on social media on Saturday stirred a little bit of a hornet's nest and we need to talk about that we'll get to it here in just a minute before we do that though. Reminder for you guys that one of our great sponsors here on Locked On Cougars is Spavia they are at 10261 South State Street here in Sandy, Utah easy to find. They're right next to the Carl junior there on state street near jordan high if you can uh, picture that any of you who are familiar with the salt lake valley can probably imagine where i'm talking about but what spavia brings to the table is the five-star resort spa feel to everybody at a reasonable price and i, I i'm not kidding you guys when i say i went to spavia recently had a spa it was a sports massage and it's the best massage i have ever had And they don't do they do more than just us uh, uh, massages they're a full service spa facials the whole gamut Of whatever you need in terms of a spa feeling, and if you guys need the pampering yourself, or you need the pampering for your significant other, Spavia is here for you guys. They offer couples massages, their spa package discounts, they give gifts with purchases, they got gift card deals, they got everything to take care of you or anybody else in your life that needs a pamper or needs needs pampering, or just needs to be taken care of at a spa. And like I said, they bring the five star resort feel to everybody and anybody at a reasonable price. Uh, Call Spavia today, 801-424-7566. Let them know you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and they'll make sure you are taken care of, guys. They want to make sure that all of our listeners have everything they need when it comes to taking care of of their significant other, or taking care of yourself. So once again, 801-424-7566. Let Spavia know you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and they'll tailor the right package for you. Or you can stop by and see them in person. 10261 South State Street in Sandy, Utah. Check it out, guys. Spavia and Locked On Cougars. Proud partners. Give them a call. 801-424-7566. Alright guys, I asked a question on Saturday night and it's not an invalid question because of what BYU's doing this season and it was the question of how long is Mark Pope for BYU and will the university be able to put up the money to keep him in Provo and obviously that kicked up a little bit of a hornet's nest a lot of people sounding off with their thoughts on BYU losing potentially their head coach after just one season in charge of the BYU basketball program but here's the deal College basketball is like college football, and when they find a good coach at a lower level, and in this case, BYU is considered what they call a mid-major in the West Coast Conference Tournament, they are going to be Power 5, Power 6 programs who are going to take note of exactly what Mark Pope is doing as BYU head coach, even if it's just been one season. Well, when I asked that question, a lot of you responded on social media. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. You also can follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. And Wayne, with your thoughts there, but on my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch, I asked that question and the first response I got was Qualtrics and Vivint and that uh, was comes from Garrett McClintock G.J. McClintock on Twitter and obviously that's reference uh, to guys like Todd Peterson and, and Uh, Ryan Smith, who are the CEOs of Vivint and Qualtrics, respectively, have pumped plenty of money into the BYU basketball program over the years and obviously would have a say maybe in keeping Mark Pope in place. Uh, Brent Speechly at Speechly. Brent says, you had to go there asking that question. Steve Pierce at Post Jimmer. This is a question for Qualtrics with a crying laughing emoji because obviously they're going to be boosters they are going to be involved. That coaches circle that makes up the majority of BYU head coaching salaries, they will have a say in if uh, Mark Pope Pope if and when he decides to entertain other offers from programs or potentially leave BYU. Well, he'll obviously give BYU a chance to counter and see if they can keep him here. But it's a valid question because what Mark Pope has done, it cannot be ignored. And obviously some of you, uh, weighed in with your thoughts on why it should be ignored. Uh, David at D10E15 says, inheriting a team with five experienced se- seniors is enough to get calls from bigger schools? Question mark. Don't get me wrong, what Pope has done this year has been extraordinary, but I'd like to see what he can do with a more youthful team. It's a valid question, uh, David, but we're talking about Mark Pope, a guy who never went to BYU as an undergraduate, played at the University of Washington before transferring to the University of Kentucky. He doesn't have deep ties to BYU you and who knows what his aspirations are. Does he want to go to a bigger basketball program that might have more of a realistic shot to win a college basketball national championship? Who knows? But I'm just telling you, everything I'm hearing from people around the program is expect to see bigger name programs come calling for Mark Pope even this coming off season, potentially. When it comes to that, other people, uh, Mitch Davis at Mr. Mitch 90, what has Gonzaga done to keep Mark few? Whatever they are doing, do that. You're going to pay him $2 million plus a year, Mitch? Uh, it seems like a fu- stretch for BYU to pay that much for a college basketball coach when they barely pay their college football coach north of $1 million. So, we'll see what happens. Other people. Uh, Justin Mace, a good friend of mine. Mace, 22 BYU paying up for a top-tier coach, dot, dot, dot. And it's got an emoji of Kevin from the office just chuckling. And it's a valid question because BYU... They are going to have to pony up at some point potentially this offseason to keep Mark Pope as their head coach. I understand that yes, he's inherited a pretty good roster but he's done incredible things with this roster. He convinced Yoli Childs to come back which was just a absolute coup for him to get him back in a BYU uniform and the Cougars are rolling right now guys this is a team that you should start believing in as, as, as I said, buy into the hype on BYU basketball at y for life uh, he says, can Tom Homo match what Utah is prepared to offer he says, LOL, but kind of serious because Utah obviously struggling Larry Krzykowiak, one of the top 10 paid coaches in the country, north of $3 million and that, te- that program is going to miss their NCAA tournament for the fifth straight year, uh, obviously going to be a a question mark there at uh, VWAG23 says they better be in terms of telling BYU you better be willing to pay up to keep Mark Pope in a BYU uniform Uh, at Craig Phil one Ryan Qualtrics is dot 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 he's the main reason Pope is head coach now and it's not not a completely out of the question argument and then other people Peter Brady at Peacemaker Pete let's enjoy the season first geez I'm telling you guys I understand you want to enjoy the season and the run P- BYU potentially could make in the NCAA tournament, but I'm telling you, there are athletic directors out there in the national uh, scope of things who are looking at the programs, potentially going to fire their head coach, and they're obviously going to pay attention to a program like BYU, who's just rocketing up the national rankings and could make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. I'm telling you, a one-year-and-done from Mark Pope is not completely out of the question. I think he really does enjoy being a BYU. I'm not saying that he's looking to get out. Let's be clear about that. Don't go on whichever social media site you prefer or message board and say, Jake Hatch is saying that Mark Pope wants to leave BYU. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there are going to be people courting Mark Pope because of what he has done in a BYU uniform. At NW10 knee says Pope's con- under contract for a few years. Okay, if you think that a contract at BYU is going to preclude another program from just breaking that and getting him on their sidelines, you're a little naive in that regard. So, uh, I know I know you want to think that that contract's going to be seen out, but he signed a big-time contract with UVU before leaving there to go to BYU. Not going to stop him from leaving BYU if he wants to. Uh, Rob Crossland at Crossland Rocks is, geez, I'm already sick of hearing this. People were saying this about Kalani after his first year. Pope has some special players this year. Let's see how it plays out. I think that's a valid point there, Rob. I understand that BYU fans, they're probably sick of hearing this because they don't want to hear about their coach being courted by national media, but... I just I look at I look at it and I really understand why BYU fans would be hesitant to say, well, we're gonna lose our coach. I get that. You don't wanna lose a head coach who's doing great things in a BYU uniform and obviously they're gonna have a bunch of seniors graduating this year and Like I said, Mark Pope enjoys being at BYU, but he never played at BYU. He doesn't have the deep emotional ties to BYU that other coaches, namely Kalani Satake, have to BYU, Brigham Young University, and their basketball program, or in Kalani's case, the football program. I'd like to see Mark Pope at BYU for the long term. Don't get me wrong. I think he is a great, great human being, an even better coach, and I'm hopeful that he leads BYU to glory in the years to come but I'm telling you guys, there are going to be programs coming calling for Mark Pope, and they're going to have deeper pockets than BYU does. And if the Cougars... Speaking of the administration there, Tom Homo, et cetera, want to keep Mark Pope in a BYU uniform. They're going to be willing to pony up. They might have to be making some calls to some boosters saying, hey, what can you guys muster up in terms of financial support to keep this guy in Provo? It will be interesting to see how it all shakes out. All right, we'll get to all the other BYU news you need to know about coming up next, including an update on the BYU running back coaching search in the football program. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys, we are proud to be part of America's number one daily Podcast Network, and that is the Locked On Podcast Network your experts every day in your local market covering your favorite teams, but you guys can listen to each and every one of these podcasts, particularly this podcast, Locked on Cougars, and you can do it without even having to lift a finger. It's real simple. Tell your smart device, play podcast Locked on Cougars or play the latest episode of the Locked on Cougars podcast either way, and that way you'll stay up to date with all the latest in BYU news. It works with your smart devices, your smartphones, your smart speakers. Whether you're out and about driving around in your vehicle, you've got some down. Downtime time at home, tell your smart device, play the latest episode of the Locked On Cougars podcast, and that way you stay up to date with all the latest in BYU news and the insider information that you cannot find anywhere else. All right, guys, catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news, let's start off on the BYU football front, and in talking with people over the weekend regarding the open running back position group, I will be stunned if it's anybody other than Harvey Unga who is hired as that Position coach for BYU football. I understand there's some trepidation, probably from BYU fans, thinking this guy has never been a full time assistant coach. Does he have the recruiting chops to really carry on in the absence of AJ Stewart? Well, guess what? Harvey Unga has has just been a uh, Grade A uh, assistant as a graduate assistant, also a student assistant during his time at BYU. Going to school, he deserves this opportunity. BYU can afford to pay what Harvey Unga is going to look to pay, look to earn as a full time assistant coach, and he has a lot of coaches around him who can help him really uh, recruit. And he'll probably start out recruiting locally here in Utah, where he has more of his connections, talking with people in the state as he develops more national connections. But I. I I said, I will be stunned if it's anybody other than Harvey Unga as the new, next running backs coach at Brigham Young University. Just wanted to pass that along to you guys. Another question that came in over the weekend was Matt Quinney at Matt underscore Quinny uh, tweeted at us. Says, hey, I'm listening to the yesterday's podcast and this comes from last week and you mentioned spring practices. It made me wonder if we have a date yet for the spring game and will it be at BYU West, aka the old Provo High School. So BYU uh, spring camp begins next month Monday, March 2nd, and everything I'm hearing is that BYU is going to have uh, their spring game in the final week there in March. Uh, potentially could push into the last week of March where it's the 30th and the 31st, but everything I'm hearing is expect to see that uh, BYU spring game p- probably, it's not official, but most likely on March 28th, and I would expect it's actually at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I understand that the uh, confines of playing at the old Provo High Stadium made it for a funner experience because fans are a little bit closer to the action etc it seemed like it was a fuller crowd over there at Provo High but I would expect barring something crazy happening if there's something going on at Lavelle Edwards Stadium last year they were building that new concourse the new uh upper concourse for BYU football this year I would expect that the spring game returns to Lavelle Edwards Stadium barring something unforeseen but looking like March 28th uh, that Saturday should be when BYU plays their spring game their annual spring scrimmage normally or spring practice depending how the coaches decide to term it but keep an eye on that and of course we'll have coverage for you guys of everything going on in BYU sports especially BYU spring ball beginning next week all right other news we need to get to real quick here on the podcast We're running on some of the news and notes for you guys is congratulations to BYU men's Swimming and diving, finishing second overall at the MPSF Championships. The women's team placed third overall uh, there in East Los Angeles Community College over the weekend. So, congratulations to the men's and women's swimming and diving teams on that finish there. BYU Women's Gymnastics continues to get it done. Number 15 ranked uh, Cougars, upset number 5 ranked Denver Saturday, walking with a 196.200 to 195.175 road victory. A fantastic result for guard Young and his. Program. Congratulations to them. Uh, BYU volleyball ranked number two in the country. Swept USC 25 18, 25 15, 25 19 at the Smith Fieldhouse on Saturday. Maintained their perfect record on the year. Uh, BYU's won 15 straight. All- ties the second longest win streak in the rally era for BYU in program history. Uh, They will be back at home this coming weekend as they host Stanford Saturday, February 29th at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. That match will be televised on BYU TV and also streamed on the BYU TV app. Uh, BYU basketball is on the road this weekend, so it's a big opportunity for those of you who've maybe been looking to get out on the road to see BYU play in volleyball at the Smith Fieldhouse. Well, it might be a big opportunity for for you to do that this coming Saturday night as the Cougars take on the Cardinal uh, BYU women's softball closed out their weekend in Palm Springs, California with a six, two victory over Mississippi state. Thanks to three late home runs also followed that up with 11, 0 five inning shutout against Bethune cookman on the final day of their action at the Mary Nutter collegiate classic uh, best congratulations to Gordon Eakins squad. They're back on the road once again in California. They're going to the Judy Garman invite uh, t- uh playing Cal Poly beginning Thursday that'll run through Thursday through Saturday with live streams of all those games on flow softball if you want to watch BYU women's softball in action. One final note for you guys is BYU baseball won a wild 14 inning thriller to claim a 5-4 victory over Cal Poly to split their Saturday double header. So congratulations to the BYU baseball program. They won the earlier they lost the earlier game 10-0 on Saturday but won the other two games last week 6-2 on Thursday for three on Friday so they took the series over Cal Poly they'll be back on the road This coming weekend, as they travel to Albuquerque, New Mexico, for a two game, uh, sorry, uh, four game set against the University of New Mexico. Live streams on the Mountain West Network online, and obviously BYU Radio on 107.9 FM will have the radio calls of those games beginning Thursday at 3 o'clock Mountain Time. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. Want to thank you guys once again for your continued support of the show. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show on whichever podcast provider you're listening to us on. We're available everywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure to leave a, leave us a note and a favorable rating. Those five-star ratings, particularly on Apple Podcasts, are worth their weight in podcast gold. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Spavia. If you need anybody in your life, need some pampering or you just need it yourself, need some of that TLC, some of that self-love, let Spavia help you guys out. Give them a call. 801-424-7566 or stop by and see them. 10261 South State Street in Sandy Utah. Uh, Score points with your significant other. Give that gift of ultimate relaxation and pampering. Give the gift of Spavia. We will catch you guys tomorrow. Thanks again for joining us on a Monday edition of the show. Uh, It's been a blast to be with you guys. It truly is. It's a ton of fun to do this podcast. Just on a personal note, I love talking BYU sports with you guys each and every day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 24th, 2020 and we will talk to you tomorrow.